0: Welcome to the Brand Manual, a podcast exploring brand identity and messaging. We talk to business pros who have something to say about how creative strategies fuel their brands. Today we're talking with Todd Riemann Schneider of Evolve Air. Uh, Evolve Air is challenging everything you thought you knew about owning a private plane. Welcome to the show.
1: Uh Todd, thank you for joining us today. Ken, uh, you know, just to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about Evolve Air and your product line, your services, what all you do?
2: Absolutely. Um, Evolve Air really came into being as a concept in the summer of 2015 and it slowly uh, built the, uh, the foundation over the last couple of years to where the rollout really started. In uh, September of uh, 2017, and we really started a real big push here uh, recently. And what we do is we offer fractional ownership or shared ownership in a fleet of regional aircraft. Um, Really, there's four aircraft that we currently have. One is a single-piston Cirrus SR-22T that has five seats, Uh, Diamond DA-62, which is a uh, dual piston that has seven seats. Uh, We have a Cirrus SF-50 Vision Jet, which uh, we took delivery of in September. only about 50 or 60 of them are off the production line yet, or right now, and it's actually the world's only single-engine jet. It's got seats for five adults and two children, and a 22-inch pull-down screen, so you can occupy those children with your That's iPad nice. movies when you're flying. So important. Um, absolutely, and then the uh, the biggest one in our fleet with the longest range is a Pilatus PC-12, which is a single-engine turbo piston, or turboprop uh, that has 10 seats and can fly about 1,800 nautical miles, so you can... Pretty much get about halfway across the country uh, from a central location wow. and then we're soon going to be adding a honda jet which has seven seats and that'll obviously be the uh, the fastest in our fleet because it's a dual jet engine and flies at about four hundred miles per hour wow and really the the big benefit of our entire program is even if you're an owner in the smallest one of our aircraft, you actually have access to the entire fleet. Oh, we usually split cool. that on a share and you got access to about 20 percent of the time to use the aircraft in the other fleet, because sometimes you may need to haul more than three people, or maybe you need to haul a lot of gear, need to have a lot more weight to control. But the uh, main thing we're trying to do is allow our owners to control the schedule, reduce flight times, and travel comfortably. But the big benefit is by sharing a fraction of the aircraft, you also only have a fraction of the bills to maintain that aircraft from insurance yeah. to hangar to detailing um, to oil changes and everything else. So we're minimizing the expense and we're both positioned for pilots and for passengers. So mm. if you're a pilot, you can take operational control of the airplane if you're typed into it. If you're not, you can ride in the back seat and we'll provide to the pilot. It's kind That's of an enterprise really cool. rent a car type idea where uh, we'll come pick you up.
0: Yeah, So, you know, that was one thing I immediately thought of as I was going through the website is how attractive it must be for your clients to to not have to worry about all of the maintenance, the scheduling, um, all of the headache that comes on the backside of owning the plane. I mean, you know, planes are expensive in and of themselves, but there's a tremendous amount of – ancillary cost associated with that ownership so that seems to be a big part of the messaging for the brand
2: no that's absolutely correct the uh, the shared ownership experience and the sharing of those costs really dramatically decreases the uh decreases what the overhead is of the company or the individual that's actually flying. Um, we're mainly positioned for quarter shares. We may go into lesser shares to where we may move it out to an eighth and a 16th to really make it affordable, but really? we're working on that right now. Huh. Right now, we've built it around a quarter share model. And with that quarter share, you get about 120 hours of flight time per year. Um so what that does is it gives you about 10 hours a month. So that's quite a bit of flying time. And it's a lot better than having an airplane sitting on the ground, doing nothing and absorbing the entire mm. cost. Yes. And what we do is each owner... Um, we set up a separate LLC. So each owner has a quarter share and a membership in an LLC. So they are the owners of the aircraft. Evolve Air only manages the back end of it for them. And then we have a web-based portal where they can come in and reserve the actual aircraft 30 days in advance. If by chance, the unlikely event that that aircraft is double booked, we just put them into another airplane and they're still able to complete their mission Mm. in most cases.
0: That is so cool. That is so cool. I saw something online that said, um, you know, you, you, Make this uh, partial purchase or this fractional purchase, and it's for a certain amount of time, and then there's um, you're cashed out of the residual value of the of the plane, and then you can sort of roll that. How does that work? That's
2: exactly correct. What we do is we are buying new or nearly new airplanes, so we're buying the latest and greatest in technology, and so at the what we're looking at is a four year hold on these aircraft, which is essentially the engine life of the aircraft. At the end of four years, they're going to have to go in and overhaul the entire engine. And that could be hundreds of thousands yeah, of right. dollars to do that. But it's up to the ownership group if they want to do that. They okay. can either keep the aircraft, do the overhaul and keep flying that airplane, or they can move into a new airplane. Hmm. And then what we do, we've got a third-party sort third, third party source that we utilize called VRA, which is like the Kelly Blue Book of Aviation. Okay, we Figure out what the value of the airplane is at that point in time, put it on the market, and we can sell it. Or if by chance that sometime during that four-year period that one of the owners just wants to get out of the aircraft or wants to upgrade to another aircraft, we will also come in and absorb that share from them at the market rate and allow them either to get out of it and then go resell their share hmm. or sell the share and apply that to an upgrade within the airplanes because one of our clients right now is getting ready to move up from the SR-22T, the single-engine piston, up to the single-engine jet just because he want something that's faster
0: oh wow! okay who doesn't <laughs> So <laughs> exactly that It just sounds like you guys have tremendous flexibility um that your clients uh don't necessarily need to feel shackled to um, any one step in your process that uh, it sounds like you really work with them
2: that's exactly correct we're trying to really provide um what I would like to call the democratization of private aviation,
0: okay. because
2: while while it's still expensive, there's a lot of people that will come through and still think that we're still doing something on a commercial basis where it's maybe 100 to $200 more per person. It's not. You know, mm-hmm. it's, we're still talking hundreds of thousands of dollars to get into it. But when you're flying the aircraft, it is considerably less. Okay. Um, you know really our, our name says a lot about what we're doing we're trying to evolve air transportation into a more affordable mechanism for more people to fly fly private save time and actually get some of their life back right. that's what we're really targeting. and you know if you got you got some you know there's some people out there who have done this model before i mean okay. warren, warren buffett owns netjets and they are very similar to us okay. but they all, but they're also dealing with extremely large aircraft that are 20 million or more to get into um, and fly a long, long distance. We're okay. looking at more of a regional fleet. Um, you know, we're based in Conroe, Texas,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, so Texas is our market. We kind of see the, the the market between, you know, Dallas, San Antonio, which would include Austin, right. everyone in the middle. I actually read an article the other day that said 87% of the Texas population lives east of I-35, the hmm. expansive as Texas is. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of economic development going on, in Midland. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to do you want to spend seven hours driving to Midland?
0: No, I do or not. Do to,
2: <laughs> or, or do you want to fly? And really, what the what we're doing is trying to position ourselves, you know, within that within that area as an alternative. Right. And so, for a wheel, I'm sorry, for a jet's customer to fly their airplane, it might take 400 gallons an hour to fly that airplane. Whereas mm. our smallest aircraft will do 60, our little jet will do 75, and the Pilatus will do about 80 gallons okay. per hour so it's much more cost effective and more efficient and what i'd like to tell people is our aircraft make texas the size of rhode island
0: wow yeah that's right that's and, good. and for
2: and, and as a, just a quick example and aside on, on time frame um we had a meeting on north side of austin at horseshoe bay one morning um it took us 37 minutes to fly from conroe to horseshoe bay we had another meeting at san antonio this is in our, in our little vision jet flies at about 325 miles per hour we had another meeting in San Antonio. It took us 18 minutes to get from Horseshoe Bay to San Antonio. We had that meeting, picked up a person for a demo flight, flew out to San Angelo, didn't didn't land, just flew out to San Angelo, looped back, came back to San Antonio and landed, and we were back in Conroe by 4 o'clock.
1: Wow. That's wow. brilliant. So
2: that's, how, that's how you can shrink the state of Texas in a, in a very, very short amount of time. And like I said, it makes it feel like Rhode
0: Island. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and when you just think about um, how – I mean, what what a drag it is actually to fly a commercial anyway, and you wouldn't be able to have near the flexibility. You wouldn't be able to hit nearly as many stops. That's that's marvelous. Really cool.
2: Well, and and you're and you're hitting on a on a key factor there, is we are actually have the ability to fly into five thousand airports as opposed to five hundred airports. Mm. Um, I do a lot of work um, in College Station um, with folks at Texas A&M and, and fans of Texas A&M, especially during football season. Right. Um, and one of my favorite stories that, that I could tell about time savings is, you know, the biggest, the biggest behemoth in college football, Alabama, is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And you bring up commercial airlines. So you want to fly commercial to Tuscaloosa. Guess what? You can't. They have an airport big enough to support it because Nick Saban wants the biggest and the best jets for his team to fly on. Mm-hmm. But you can't fly into commercially to Tuscaloosa, so you've got to fly into Birmingham.
0: Mm.
2: Well, first of all, you've got to get on a you've got to get to the airport two hours before in That's College right. Station to get on a regional jet to fly to Dallas or Houston mm-hmm. to get on another jet to fly to Birmingham, Alabama, and then drive an hour to get to Tuscaloosa. Right. Well, I can put you on one of our aircraft in College Station. You arrive and fly. There's no security. You come in the airplane, jump on it, and before that person is cleared through security at Easterwood Airport, you're already 30 minutes ahead of them in Tuscaloosa because it takes an hour and a half to get there. Wow! So that's- the time saved, the time savings that that we provide are amazing. I mean, sometimes people think I'm being a little flippant when they ask me what I do, and it just depends on how comfortable I feel that day.
0: Right? They
2: ask me what I do. I say, I say, I sell time machines.
0: <laughs> right. That's right. Because yes. you're
2: you're you're really, you know, and, and, and my favorite question to ask people is how valuable is your time? While it's expensive still to fly private compared to commercial,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I can get you there in two hours, you know, instead of a whole day having to allow for travel.
0: That's right. And,
2: you know, one of the big things that, you know, like I said, is is you arrive and fly. So, right. you know, we know who you are. You're already cleared through and up to a certain amount of people. You know, you've got to get to 20 or so before you actually start getting a TSA's attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But you can actually drive up to the airplane, jump in the airplane, and go. Wow. Somebody's waiting for you when you hit the ground. We had a demo flight yesterday. Same thing: fly in and out. Hit. You know, you're you're waiting for the client when they arrive at the airport. They come in, go, arrive at there. If you got transportation ready to go. They go out and do their meetings. And the favorite thing that I hear people see is I, especially on demo flights, the the biggest thing we try to get people to do is actually experience what the time savings are right and the word that keeps coming up more and more is wow that was a great experience but more importantly that used to take us four hours of driving just to do that meeting and Mm -hmm. i actually feel refreshed and so you're actually getting you're getting home feeling better Mm -hmm. so while it's improving your business life your personal life gets improved as well Mm -hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I would also say that uh, I'm sure that when you have five to ten people that are on your team, if you needed to take teams places, not only are you getting work done there, that's just a better experience relationally um, than sitting next to strangers.
2: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's there's media companies that, I, that I'm that i planning on working with um, in the in the football season coming forward to where they take a team out. You know, they may have six or seven people that are flying out. And of course, they're carrying cameras, they're carrying audio oh, equipment. Yeah. But mainly because we're dealing with the Southeast Conference, our planes can make it to all those places easily, Mm -hmm. nonstop. But more importantly, there's no connecting flights. There's nothing else. So we get on the aircraft at Easterwood. We fly out there same day. We fly back the same day. And all of a sudden, they've alleviated the need for hotels and dentals. And so at that point, especially if you've got 9 or 10 people on a plane, Mm -hmm. the cost is almost down to a commercial rate. But when you add in hotels and food, yeah, it's it's, right. it's a pretty compelling interest, and it's all and especially with people that want to get back home to their families because a lot of them have young kids and things like that and don't want to
0: be away from home. Sure, so get, we'll bring you back home. Oh, that's mm. really cool. Yeah. Did you have another question?
1: Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the uh, about your brand voice. Y'all are y'all are an interesting model in an industry that is uh, a little bit, uh, no pun intended, turbulent right? Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your voice. How do you craft that? What are some, what are some things that people are looking for whenever they talk to
2: you? The biggest thing that we have right now is in crafting our voice is educating people, people on what we do. Mm -hmm. There's an inherent lack of, of, education out there about private aviation and also there's there's the scare tactic of it's it's just way way too expensive and i've never entertained it mm-hmm. so it's, it's that learning curve of of getting thoughts of people thinking about private aviation mm-hmm. um, you know if, if you think about there's really about four or five different levels when you're thinking about aviation and private aviation that i call kind of the, the private aviation pyramid on the very bottom of that pyramid is going to be your charter providers now that's a on a per flight basis to where you contract and you go out and you come back, but you don't have to do anything else, but you don't own the aircraft. It's it's very, very open market as to what you're doing, but you can get any size aircraft anytime, anywhere, but you're also paying retail. So at that level, you're paying anywhere from maybe four to $10,000 an hour to be in that aircraft. You move up to the next level. There's, there used to be more jet cards out there where people buy a certain amount of hours in a certain airplane and fly it. And then there's also a membership model with a company called wheels up, which is a phenomenal business model where they are more of, of what I call like an insurance type uh, business model where they're assuming not everybody will be on all the planes at the same time. So they move a lot of things around, but they have a membership base and provide a tremendous service. Hmm. You then move up to fractional and the fractional is where you're flying quite a bit. But again, at that old fractional level is the larger jets that are much more higher priced. And at the very top of it, you have your corporations that fly a lot that own the entire airplane. Right. We're trying to come in and be smarter than charter with people where they can come in you pay a little bit more but instead of paying even with wheels up you're paying four thousand dollars an hour that you're in the airplane on our top end pilatus which is comparable to the same airplane as wheels up flies as an owner you fly for five hundred ninety dollars an hour
0: okay wow
2: and when you look at and when you look at us from a four year hold which is what we request is what we recommend on the engine overhauls we actually can come in 50 to 76 percent Less over four years than Wheels Up because of the cost per hour. But Mm -hmm. again, it's just it's the front end cost that we're working on. Mm -hmm. But you know that's just that's how it all works out. Um, One of the biggest things that we have that uh, that we've had to learn our voice and to educate people is people are scared to fly on single engine airplanes.
0: Okay. Hmm.
2: And three of the four of our aircraft are single engine airplanes. Now. Failure rate of airplane engines is very, very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the Cirrus SF-50 vision jet is the first one on the market that is a single-engine jet. And so it's new. But where we come back on that is both of our Cirrus aircraft, they're so technologically advanced. And Cirrus has thought all the way through that each one of them have a parachute on them. Then in the event of an engine failure, you yank it out, there is a parachute that will deploy and bring you back to the ground. Wow. very,
0: safely. Oh, that is cool. So
2: it's, so yeah. that, that helps people a lot, knowing that that safety factor is there, especially if they're flying with their families. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's something that, uh, that's, that's there, and it's, it's definitely helping us find our voice, but it's getting people to have the conversation
0: yeah. to
2: talk to us about it and getting to that point, but also realizing that this isn't as cost prohibitive as I thought it would be, especially at the quarter share model, Yeah. and then you fly from there. And, you know, it's, again, going back, people still look at us, in compares to commercial at times but that's going to be out there but those are the folks you're going to learn and then there's other people who go oh i didn't even know you existed let's
1: talk a little bit more about that
0: exactly exactly
1: so you have you know you and i met actually where you were you were giving a, a talk to at a networking type event and um so you're you're talking and there's you know several dozen people there and uh it, what, what is like a, an effective tool? What are, what are you finding works and doesn't work in, in terms of getting Evolve's uh, message out there?
2: Really, for us right now, um, referrals, or as I like to really call them, un- introductions, is mm-hmm. word of mouth marketing. And the reason I use the word introductions, I feel like it's a, it's a softer word to ask somebody to introduce you to somebody that they, that they trust instead of a referral. It's just, it's just right. It's a, it's a little psychological nuance that, that we use, mm, but it but, matters. Um, yeah. It absolutely matters. And our website is very, very informative. And we try to, you know, educate people on what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, We're doing very targeted uh, social media placements in Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn that Mm -hmm. we're really trying to target the folks in there. Um but the main thing is trying to get people to come and have the experience. Mm-hmm. Either that be through a static display of just having airplanes sitting on the ground, um which we've done, you know, quite a few times For people can actually come and sit in the airplane and you generate a lot of people that way. Um but when you actually get on a demo flight and you're actually able to experience what it feels like, um We did a a, a sponsorship and that's another place that sponsorships really work out well for us, especially in in the business communities to where we get it out there, um, where we actually flew in someone from uh, from Dallas down to College Station for an event. And when the gentleman saw our Cirrus SF50 Vision Jet, he said, it looks like it's a Volkswagen and I don't want to fly in that Volkswagen. But then he got inside and because of the way the fuselage has been designed and shaped, there's a tremendous amount of room in there, and it's like flying in a, in a, in a Cadillac Escalade. And you mm-hmm. just come and sit back, relax, and you go, and you get there quickly. And he was the keynote speaker, and unsolicited testimonials from that stage have helped out dramatically.
0: So, <laughs> yes, that's great. So um, if you, can, if you can actually get them in the plane and actually go through an experience, that seems to be the most compelling moment for them.
2: A- absolutely, live the experience. Okay. Actually, opens up their eyes, and you know when you're when you're flying around with somebody that you, especially people and developers that are driving around Texas, um, and you see how much you can curtail the time of how long it takes you to get to different places. Um, you know, a three or four hour drive turns into a fifty one minute flight, and you're able to get everything done, and you still can get back home from meetings that afternoon.
0: Yeah, that's amazing
2: tremendously different. And, of course, we've done some open houses that have been uh, very well received that we've done uh, in coordination with some folks uh, with Mercedes-Benz, with some people that are doing uh – Custom sprinter bands okay. Um, doing sponsorships at golf tournaments um, and working on some seminars that we're trying to get into with, with country clubs and things like that, where you just come in and do a presentation, yeah, and, and go from there. And we're working on some uh, some videos also to throw up on our on our website to try to get things out.
0: That's great. Um, that actually brings up you mentioned the website, and I had a n- a note here. It's really clear that you hired good creative design. You know, through your well, graphic you. set and then through your website. I mean, it's it's great. Uh, Beautiful. Um, so my question is, uh, can you talk a little bit about that process, about specifically hiring creative work, and uh, what were unique challenges? Did you have good experience? Um, you know, and, and uh, the, the experience can range all over the place um, when you're working with creative people. So we always like to find out um, how that went.
2: Unfortunately for me, I can't answer that question oh. because that was handled by our CEO and I've only been with Evolve for four months. Okay, <laughs> so- okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how he went through that process whatsoever. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, I can't answer that question. If I did, I would just be completely making it up. So okay. I okay.
0: <laughs> but you had you actually have some media in the works. You said you have videos coming out, so maybe maybe you can yeah, like, touch uh, that's, back. Yeah. That's what point. we're
2: that's what we're working on is trying to get some in flight videos and things like yeah. that of people actually having an experience, letting them know what it looks like. Uh, you know, just doing these little. You know, as you guys recognize, it's it, you have a short time to get somebody's attention. So mm-hmm. you know, thirty to 45 second little videos that can pop up on Facebook or Instagram where people can actually see what the experience is like, you know, kind of a 360 view mm-hmm. of the inside of the plane. And of course, you're going to have, you know, your, your, your shots out the window looking at the beautiful skies as you're flying through non-turbulent <laughs> weather. Good thing for us. We don't fly in any turbulence. All of
0: our flights are perfect. Oh, right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. That comes with the experience. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, I think we have time for one more question. Um, tell us what you are most excited about right now um for me it's really trying to bring
2: private aviation to more people and like i said earlier the democratization of private aviation that gets me very excited mm-hmm. because especially with you know i live in college station where there's not a lot of aviation opportunities besides commercial that go out of there mm-hmm. so the farther we go down the road the more customers that we have the better it is and mm-hmm. the more we get the word out um the other thing that we're working on that we're not quite there yet is we're trying to find lenders who would actually finance some of our quarter shares because the challenge that we have is because you have a ownership group in an LLC, you can't finance a quarter of that share and, right. amb- and, use, the, and use the asset to anchor that too. So you can't put a lien against the plane. Mm-hmm. And so right now it's mainly a cash transaction. Mm-hmm. If we're able to find some lenders that can provide financing on the quarter share basis where the plane doesn't have to be used as an asset to lean against,
0: oh, it's yeah.
2: even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really, the the goal with Evolve Air is, is to grow this nationally um, because there's not a lot of people out there doing the smaller regional aircraft. You have a lot of players um, that do it with the larger desks, and of course, you have the membership groups out there that are tremendous. And like I said earlier, I have a tremendous amount of respect for what they're doing. But I see that as more of a short-term solution than a long-term solution. So depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for a long-term solution to move forward, um, that's what I'm really excited about. And you know, we're looking at you know Northern California, Aspen, um, you know, oh, yeah. down in the Miami area, places like that to move into and help people move around. And so that's uh, really what I'm excited about. But also, what gets me excited is just simply seeing the the look on a on a potential customer's face
1: those days of those yeah. demo flights.
2: Because there's a lot of happiness, and that just makes my job so much so much fun. Ah,
1: that's great. That's brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time, Todd. This has been really wonderful. Um, and uh, we wish you the best with Evolve Air. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, you so much. Time. I
2: appreciate the opportunity to uh, come on with you guys.
1: All right. All right take, take care, man. Todd. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Brand Manual Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd be super grateful if you shared. You can find the other episodes on Apple Podcast and Spotify. We'll see you next time on the Brand Manual Podcast.